This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. Stockholm. Spring was the hammer that fell down on Stockholm. Grounded the gray shattered. Gamlestan greened. The faint sound of the baby fjord and rose and fell rose and fell like a dog asleep on its back. As pink dreamed demonstrations of place picked up their pieces to put them back together again. This was not all of Sweden, of course. But sea-shouldered, mirroring to itself it thought to be so. Like a boat in the distance that thinks you are the distance and not itself, not it, for it is the center of everything. Mapamundi. These factories, their pipes smoke, plume like skunks, rises one and few and many and all, and 40 fireflies bound for JFK. Forty more circle where, here, be dragons. Nature is a lapse in city life. Where the red birds sit and sing from rooftops or rappers cipher deep into the night. The gun-in-your-mouth talk of a ransomed god. Nature is a lapse in city life. The soft green ground that ends in avenue. The red rust spew stifling a drain, pigeon dropped icicles. Nature is a lapse in city life. Those kids on a New Deal rooftop, staring at the wonders of Moses, who with a wave split the Bronx asunder and dropped the cross Bronx down in its wake. May they know this map of the world as just a map of the world, one of many that will lead them to and from their doors. Eurydice. She folded back, folded back, folded back, like a letter you plan to keep. The content to memory the tone to heart, the envelope slashed open and impossible to repair. Reverse Eurydice. Damaged, he fell through the mountains to find her, down there among 33 headstones and countless unmarked plots. Eurydice. He climbed back up the cliff, patted the earth, shoveled her out, pulled the coin from her tongue, acceptance, depression, deal-making, rage, denied, he denied it all. She awoke again all amber in an amber field where she'd just been bitten by a trampled snake, the poison draining from her soft, long, tender calf 
back to the sacks of its source. She's midway to the meadow she's in now. Now she's home. Now she's marrying. Now she's meeting him for the first time. Hi, my name is Orpheus, he says. Then he doesn't. Grief in the imaginary grave. November snowfall drowns out views of grand summit and story avenues. Gone, 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 gone. I choked on the thought of ending this song. Three Bronx streets go down under snow that graze in the air like aging hair. Understoried, dead and buried, Do you hear me from where they buried you? From where they buried you, do you hear the rhyme I bury for you? Do you age in an orbit of perfect sunshine and sound? Gone, 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 gone. All I can say is gone. Because gone is what is here among the other things that grow. A vision through the smoke. A tree, half a flame, moaned inside me. The willow that had wept would not weep. All of me, the pigeons cry, all of me. Or is it all of you, all of you, that they coo? The skyline held the sun up like two carnival strongmen, but then seemed to drop with the greatest of ease. No eye I knew could clear the clouding mirror. Not the sun as it set, nor the moon as it bruised. Song of Fulton and Gold. The eye seeking home has to lower, 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 lower. The eye seeking home has to lower. The eye seeking home has to lower, lower, lower. Lower. The eye seeking home has to lower. The eye seeking home has to lower, 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 lower. The eye seeking home has to lower. The eye seeking home has to lower, 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 lower. The eye seeking home has to lower. There are no towers. Proper names in the lyrics of troubadours. 
My parents never called me Rowan. I'm Ricky from Ricardo, but not Ricky Ricardo. I'm also the first Phillips in my family. My mother decided Philip, my father's family name, sounded too much like a first name, in America at least. Rowan Philip would lead inevitably to Philip Rowan. That was her story, and she's sticking to it. For the record, that's an old Norse first name, a Spanish middle name, and one of those faux English, faux Dutch sounding last names that's really Greek for lover of horses. Rowan Ricardo Phillips. Another of those names that straddle seas in the sails of unseen ships. Still, it sounds typically West Indian to me. And like the West Indies, indefinite. An indefinite noun in an indefinite poem. It took me a while to accept it. Tonight, in the beginning was this surface, a wall, a beginning. Tonight, it coaxed music from a Harlem cloud bank. It freestyled the smoke from a stranger's coat. It stole thinned gin. It was at the edge of its beginnings, but outside, looking in. The lapsed blue facade of Harlem Hospital is weather still, like a starlit lake midst Lenox Avenue. Tonight I touched the tattooed skin of the building I was born in. And because tonight is curing, the beginning let me through. And everywhere was blurring halogen. Love the place that welcomed you. I'm just going to read um, two more poems from the ground. I'll read three more poems from the ground. Um, Purgatorio, 26, 135, 148. Uh, the epigraph is in Provençal. I am Arnaut who cries and goes on singing. He was gone, like a leap of flame that, after having burst from the sun, is dragged back into the sun as though nothing, leaving only the seen surface of the sun. I'd lost my way. I had no guide but a light, the slowly approaching twilight. And I said, Light, be this world. And I said, world, this, be light. And slowly, a bright star field fell to the sea, 
felt all about the one my guide had pointed out. And he said, Rastaman, Ayaman, Angel Seven Sea. No. But I smell some of the smoke of Babylon on I. Come closer. Closer. So I man have some ital veneration. I am Bob, who weep and strum and gather and love all things little and small. Ja left I lung in guitar to sing to everyone, all them. But I not know ting about them, but what I sing. And I now want a ting. I now want a ting. So when I complete I uphill trip to I, sing some of I soul you see here so close, peeled from I man sculpture. Sing some of the dread in I, so I and I not find it so easy, love Bob dead. Then he fled as the lion that defined him. Embrace the night and get thee gone. Talking picture, silent poem, New York shakes off the fall. Tonight, I work in a silence that prays the rare turn to sound. I make nothing. I am fractured. I walk in the dark egg of another September night that is cool, that is cool, as though the moon is a mouth that blows on its wound. We are early in the life of the poet. He knows so little of light, so little of shadow. He knows downtown as a metaphor. He knows the constellations are at work tonight, pouring their stories of strife. He's in search of life, a poem's in search of its body. Down toward the river, the skyline broaches its phalanx of broken teeth. And up above, in the grounded sky, the sky grinds down the stars. And up above, in the grounded sky, the sky grinds down. The stars broach its phalanx of broken teeth. The skyline toward the river searches for its body, downed, dammed up, beached, like the end of a poem walled up against competitive life. The constellations are at work tonight. Beetlegeist, Bellatrix, the hunter's bow in elegy graffitied across the endless black gate. We know so little of light, 
it dies though we are early in its life. A beautiful night. Its lambent moon lets down a light that only happens in September. Say it. September. Fragile as an egg now. Teetering. Parabolic. Broken teeth in the mouth that praise the rare turn to sound. I work through the silence. Tonight, New York shakes off the fall. Silent poem, talking picture. Embrace the night and get thee gone. Um, and the last poem from the ground that I'll read is um, kind of a farewell to a certain life. This poem is The Last Time I Went to a Club, which is also worthy of its poetry. Um, Arbad, Volume 2, The Underground Sessions. After this, I'll just read... Um, I'll just read one or two poems from Heaven, the new book. Abad 2, Abad Volume 2, The Underground Sessions. The sun is a sequence of flash and din in the sunken club's slanted black ceilings. And where once the crowds were mere pent peacocks, twiddling half chatoyances, shimmers in the dark, now... Only the dancers remain. The DJ rubs the mood of the room as though it were his womb. We dance. We ripple in place. The twin black lakes of vinyl blend, stir to life by the dip needle. No one I know knows the real ends of when. What? No one I know knows the real end of when. What? No one I know knows for real when to end. Again. No one I know knows for real when to end. What? No one I know knows the real end of when. What? No one I know knows the real ends of when. And when we thought we'd reached the end... It was remixed again. No one I know knows for real when to end. As when a drinking collared deer hears a noise and, although safe by being Caesar's, feels a strange freedom there in that second. Some sense in the gut a thunder of ribs, a surge in the blood, some cinched memory of not being Caesar's. I change in the sameness of change. I embrace the night and get gone. And um, I'll just read two poems 
I'll just read two poems from heaven. When you write a new book, you don't really, really automatically know where all the poems are. You know? You think you do. Say it again. Oh, oh, no, I arranged my own poems. Are you kidding? I love you, Jonathan. Man in Florida. He sits in a Hawaiian shirt over a bulletproof vest. Slumped in a beach chair, its back to the ocean. Even his red wine spritzer tastes like Skittles now. It's the same complaint again and again from him. The taste of things. He only eats food that he can see made. And ever since someone suggested he read Sophocles and put his faith in justice, their talk of having a child has been awkward. That poor, poor child, he says, to have to watch out for that poor child, he says. That poor child. That poor child. That poor child. That poor child. And um, last, um, this is a poem called The Empyrean. I think that's dactylic hexameter, actually, maybe. I'm not quite sure. The Empyrean. Well, I can't, I can't read that poem with this, with this in my head. I'm going to read boys. I can't, you know. I was supposed to read boys. So this takes place when I was um, a youth back at good old Hunter High School in Manhattan. Shout out to my dear friend, Lee Rayford. Boys, we cut school like knives through butter, the three of us, Peter, Stephen, and I, to play just about all the music we knew, which meant that from nine in the morning until Steve's parents, the ever-patient Murtaugh's, would come home from work, I played guitar, Peter played bass, And Steve, who'd end up becoming a guitarist by trade when we went separate ways to separate schools in separate states, Steve at this point played the drums. We dreamed of power trios and powered our way through song after song, including the ones Steve and I wrote, like, Hey, Regina, 
and the lamentably titled String Her Up. Sometimes we tried out some yes, a long hey Joe. The stereo phaser was my signature sound. And I'd bend in and out of notes, imply arpeggios only to solo over them, tapped, frowned through anything in a major key, felt my way home on Steve's map of snares, Pete's rope. We'd play an entire Zeppelin album, usually the first or second, then stray by chance into the longer, later songs, like bees that float down and drown in a pool. We break for lunch and then get back at it as though we had a gig to get ready for or a demo to cut. The cassette deck rolling its eyes as it whirred round and round. Peter, as is the nature of bassists, held the tunes together and kept things light. Years later, I assumed he was dead. My telecaster glares at me at night now from inside the hard case by my bed and the calluses on my fingertips have long since softened. The six-minute solos at some point became poems. It took two months minimum to make seem seamless. Steve, in the meantime, thrived in the triangle, became Stevie, married Emily. Pete, I know less about. He posts on Facebook cheerfully about the light, the great light that grows in all of us. Sends the occasional white dove and the occasional shared shot, a sun resting on a cloud like a pearl in its mooted gray shell. Nostalgia courts me. I'm nearing 40. We were boys. And I should just let us be. But nostalgia spreads quickly through the ashes of our youth, making ferned fires out of blue beliefs. When the dark would come, we'd show each other our blisters, the painful white whirls peeling, our red palms upward, outstretched, and unread. Muchas gracias. Thank you very much. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.